Good morning and welcome to another episode of Josh and Pat. I'm Joshua Klein, joined by Patrick Cassid, and the Super Bowl is here. A celebration of football, the season, good food, enjoying the commercials, and finally getting to see the Eagles be exposed for the frauds they are. Patrick, how are the Eagles one and a half point favorites for this game? Josh, you said it. They are frauds, meaning wrongful or criminal deception intended to result in financial or personal gain. Josh, when they get exposed this weekend as frauds, when the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Philadelphia Eagles, I think they should be required to pay back every single person that lost money betting on the Eagles because they shouldn't be here. They're frauds. They haven't earned it. Patrick, the fact that you're on my side on this makes me feel really good because everyone knows I've been a champion of this movement for a long time. I Since week, probably week one, I've been saying, hey, let's just pump the brakes here. Let's just slow things down, okay? They haven't won anything yet. They haven't really beat anyone yet. And somehow we're in the Super Bowl, and I'm still preaching that same message. It's going to be interesting to see how these teams combat because – a lot of people are saying the NFC is trash compared to the AFC, me being one of them. And listen, and I am prepared if in some crazy world, the Gosh, Eagles, don't say it. the Eagles, don't say it, don't say it. If it's a crazy world, a less desired outcome happens. I will eat my words. That being said, I am not anticipating that world being a thing. Um, yeah, Gosh, so it's Friday morning and the world is talking about Brett Favre. But there's true fraud going on in this world, and it's the Philadelphia Eagles. Absolutely, absolutely. By the way, speaking of Brett Favre, um, he is suing Pat McAfee and Shannon Sharp for defamation. Yeah, I mean, Brett Favre, when we look at him, I mean, it just takes one quick, one quick breeze through his Wikipedia page, and you can tell, I mean, this guy's a pretty stand-up guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, great, great guy. I mean, he only is, you know, maybe maneuvered two and a half million dollars in the whole federal grant program. It's barely any temporary assistant. That's barely anything, right? You know, he's he's only got some no show speaking fees, you know, where I guess he's supposed to speak, you know, no show, still get the money. You we know, all, it happens we, to everyone. It happens to everyone, you know? It's it's a classic. Yeah, I don't I don't know why Pat McAfee and Shannon Sharp were defaming uh Brett Favre. But here on this show, we we're not we could never do that because I mean, clearly, Josh. if you look at just the writing on the wall, is Brett Favre, good guy. I mean, and the other thing is Josh. Like, I, I mean, I don't know about you, but if he's if he can also somehow maneuver five million dollars from a welfare fund to get it to his daughter's college for a new volleyball arena, imagine what he could do to go against this show. I mean, so we are. Keeping our mouth shut. Well, the here's Brett the Favre thing, Patrick. Talk. If you really think about it, did those people even need that five million dollars to begin with? Yeah, probably. You know what? Because here's the thing. Well, let me let me show you about this. You know what's going to help money circulate in the economy more? You know, if you really think about it, Brett Favre was like, "Hey, you know, I'm going to actually help create more than five million dollars." Brett by Favre, putting economic it strategist. Exactly. He he. He, he went to business school for sure. Uh, anyway, anyway, NFL honors happened last night. Mahomes wins his second MVP, joining the likes of some greats, including Brett Favre. 
Um, right. Sure. Yes. Stack guys on that. Um, but the big and new is a three-time MVP. He was a three-time MVP. Okay, we okay. will we will say that. Yeah, there we go. Respect given. Um, yes. So Mahomes was the second MVP. Who? Patrick Mahomes asked, second MVP. Asked who asked? Oh. Um, yeah. So, but the interesting story about last night was that Kelly Clarkson um, sang a song with Kirk Cousins. Now that you're gone, about Tom Brady. Now they defamed Tom Brady a little bit. They. Went after some low-hanging fruit, if you know what I'm saying, by putting uh, Tom Brady in his underwear on the screen. Just a thirst trap. That's what they said. Kind low-hanging fruit, guys. If making making Tom Brady underwear post jokes is hey, that's, don't that's be low. Don't, don't be mad because you don't look that good at 45. Just saying. I'm not 45, Patrick. We all know that. But anyway, so uh, so but anyway, they sing a song together. Kelly Clarkson, Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins messes up the lyrics, and nobody's talking about this. The lyric was, "Now that you're gone," Kirk Cousins sang, "Since you've been gone." The subtitles say, "Now that you're gone." Context clues says that the song is called "Now that you're gone," and Kirk Cousins couldn't follow the script. Josh, you couldn't follow the script. So I mean. Look, we talk about primetime Kirk Cousins. This was primetime NFL honors, okay? He couldn't follow the script. It gets him to a playoff game in the regular season. Was the script supposed to get the Vikings further? That's a question that you have to be asking right now. Can Kirk Cousins follow the script? And were the Vikings potentially supposed to be playing in the Super Bowl in the Eagles' place? I mean, if you think about, if you look at the season, how... if you look at that Bills game, Vikings-Bills, you can't tell me that the game did everything in their power for the Vikings to win that game. The script mm-hmm. was laid out. Kirk Cousins was supposed to make a serious run, and when the moment mattered the most, he couldn't follow the script, despite having the script on his side. Josh, Kirk- the all-time comeback versus the Colts on a Saturday in December. The script was on his side. What happened? Is he can Kirk Cousins not follow the script in the playoffs? Is that what we're getting to? I don't know, but that is an interesting thing that we're going to have to be exploring. And over the offseason, we're going to have to be wondering. I also will, will the script else. writers will the script writers trust him again? Well, and I think I think also I think the script writers in the offseason, even though he messed up the lyrics, I think we have to be talking about an offseason script of Kirk Cousins to the Cowboys. Because he gets what? up there with Kelly Clarkson, Cowboys dress. I mean, sometimes, you know how movies lay out? It's like, it, you know, in these like mystery films, it's like, boom, it was there, you know, 20 minutes in. Yeah, yeah. Looking By the way, it. though, but uh, but Dak Prescott wins Walter Payton Man of the Year. Guess he did some great things for everyone in Dallas except the Cowboys. Um, mm-hmm. So... Uh, great job, Dak. The best celebration of the year came against the Ravens. It was the Bengals winning something. Um, not great. Not great. Kind of. Josh, I, I thought we were taught. This is what I thought we were taught in, in grade school, is that when someone's down bad, you, you don't bury them. And what I mean by that is I don't mean the Ravens organization. I don't even, I, I, I just, I don't mean that. I 
Josh, the celebration of the year came against a third string quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Do better. That, that can't happen. Have that some can't. have some class. Classic Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Russell Wilson is a criminal. That's what uh that's what people are saying. And if you think about it, it makes sense. 2015, he stole from future. Mm-hmm. That same year, he stole the hopes and dreams from Seattle. Very true. Flash forward 2022, stole $160 million from the Denver Broncos. And now he's stealing from children. Josh, tell me more. That's there is no more. He's <laughs> he's that's that's the uh I mean, it's laid out. He has a track record. I don't know what they call a serial thief. I feel like there should be a better name. Well, so what is it? He was getting 24 cents of the dollar for every, for his charity? Well, basically that plus, I now I'm no expert on charity, but not a charity expert. He was paying his, uh, yeah, for, so he was paying his, employees more like money as far as for salaries than was actually going towards charitable things. So you're right. For every dollar donated, 24 cents of that was actually going to something. And Josh, I saw this. I I saw this take yesterday where they were like, yeah, but that's 24 more cents, you know, going to a charity. But I'm I'm like, that's that's not the that's not the point. So wait, how do you donate to charity, though? Now that I'm thinking about it. Like who is, who is charity? And like, what, I mean, like, what is like, so if I donate a dollar, say I was like, I want to donate this dollar and get it to somebody, right? They get it to somebody in need. Well, wouldn't any single middleman I give that dollar to, to transport it to that person, then take some of it. And then how do I get that to directly to them? I don't think it's possible. I think you literally have to give it to the person. So I, that's the thing. Charities, but, that's really messed up, I feel like. So, charities are frauds. I ch- I mean, I'm sure, listen, I know there's charities that do great things. It just, it's confusing to me. Um, anyway, uh, speaking of criminals, Drake, one of the least suspect rappers when you would think of murder, is actually going to have to sit down for deposition in the XXX and Tassion murder trial. How do you, how do you, how is that how you say it? Just letting you go with that one. XXX and Tassion. I don't think it's French. Well, it's Tassion. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I, I, I'm X. They, people call him X for short in the streets, I guess. Yeah. Yep, X. X. Yeah, so they Drake apparently murdered X. Uh, that's what people are saying. People have been thinking this for years. And Drake leans into it. And and well, does he? Because now he has to, has to sit for deposition. Uh, and by the way, I think we should have uh we should have seen this coming. If you and Patrick, I have a few lyrics here that so do I, Josh. Kind of uh Kind of exposed Drake. Mm -hmm. Ready for this one? Let's go. 
Gone on you with the pick and roll. Young La Flame, he in sicko mode. What does that mean? Work you- at 8 a.m., finish around 5. What is he doing? What Don't pull now? up at 6 a.m. to cuddle with me. You know how I like it when you loving on me. How I go from 6 to 23 like I'm LeBron. Wine it, wine it. And she loving me long time. Ooh, yeah. Very long time. Working on the weekend like usual. I got more slaps than the Beatles. I mean, the evidence is right there. Uh, uh, Josh, 21. Can you do something for me? Can you talk to the ops next for me? I mean, if that that makes sense to me. When you lay it out like that, at first I didn't know how Drake could possibly possibly be asked to sit down for this. But then when you when you lay it out in such a clear way, that makes too much sense. I mean, look, not lawyers, not judges here, but I mean, look just look at the lyrics. Just look at the lyrics. Wow. Uh, I mean, so, so okay. That's great. Uh, the Lakers have a brand new team. Basically, uh, that's a good tra- transition, right? Uh, basically, they had a team at the beginning of the season. And then now they have just a completely different team today. And it feels like the entire NBA just hit shuffle and just shuffled everyone around it's like if in the beginning of the year you know we were like oh this bills team's great and then at the end of the year the bills quarterback was like uh tyler huntley and their starting wide receiver was but it was justin jefferson and then you got like like can you imagine if like there's just completely different teams at the start of the season and then at the end of the the season but the problem with that in the NFL is you can't hit the shuffle button because of the rookie contracts because it's unfair to some teams. Yeah. So it, it, you that's can't, a struggle. You're right. That's very um, fair. But it is interesting. And to be honest with you, and this might be a strong take, I still think the Lakers are not going to be good. Well, Josh, I, I, I'm i curious because you are a Lakers fan. So um, I'm just well, curious of your thoughts. Everyone knows. I was uh, here's my Here's my Laker fan timeline. I was a Laker fan because... There's no team where I live. So I had free reign to pick whoever. Young me decided to pick Kobe's team. How how young you? Eight. Okay. Because I was eight and Kobe was eight. But he wasn't eight when you were eight. Just go with it. Okay. Um, And then, then I was a fan. I was a fan through the hard times. Some of my most supportive years... I had a t-shirt, by the way, a Lakers t-shirt. So that shows a singular t-shirt. How much of a fan I was. <laughs> um I supported the teams with like Larry Nance and D'Angelo Russell. Uh and and um and Lonzo Ball. Lonzo Ball. He was there for a little bit. Yeah. I supported teams with just random players. You know, when we uh Nick Young, when we, when we drafted 
Julius Randle, I was like, this is our time. This is our moment. Uh, and we still sucked. Kobe retires. Obviously, he's retired at this point in the timeline anyway. Um, and then LeBron James comes. And I made sure I posted a, at, to my story that, listen, I was a Lakers fan before LeBron. That way, people didn't suspect me of being a bandwagon fan. And now I'm Lakers actually not. No way. Now I'm actually off the like off of it. Like now, LeBron came and I hopped off before they won the championship because I well, I didn't want mouse. I couldn't root for yeah I couldn't root for it. But you know what? Hey, it's it's okay. So uh, what here's what I'll say for my short stint of being a Laker fan. They, the Lakers love to just develop players right until they're about to reach their potential and then get rid of them and then uh, and then bring bring them back. Uh, uh, Josh, they literally sold so low on D'Angelo Russell. They drafted him number two overall. Two years later, they said, nope, we're done with this guy. Okay? They he sell goes him off, low. He goes crazy. Go, goes crazy in Brooklyn. He gets traded to Minnesota. He gets he signs with the the Golden State Warriors. Gets traded to Minnesota, and now they're like, you know what? We're gonna buy low on him again. That's I mean, hey, good for them, I Lakers guess. Fashion, hey, by baby. the way, by the way, friend of the show, Trajan Langdon, responsible for for getting D'Angelo Russell in the first place. Well, and that's the thing is, I don't know if enough people are talking about possibly uh, D'Angelo Russell to the New Orleans Pelicans. In the off season, but we're, uh, we're gonna start the rumor. We're gonna start that rumor. It could because it we did. we have the inside source. We we know there's connections. Oh, for sure, for sure. Uh, Patrick, the one thing and about the Super Bowl that's interesting is prop bets. Yes, Josh. And uh, and there's a lot of like random things that you can bet on. Now, it kind of makes me wish that we can bet on anything random during the regular season. But yeah. I understand that it's more special. It makes it more special for the Super Bowl. Right. Um, and there's some interesting prop bets. And I, I was wondering if I think it'd be good because we've talked about this a little bit and we've had a chance to, over this past week, kind of really form our opinions. Um, and so I think we need to start handing out some winners and some prop bets because here's the thing. I've been seeing a lot of people, a lot of shows start getting paid by sports books for handing out winners. And I think that we need to get on that train. By the way, though, if any sports book wants to, to partner with us, we will make you so much money. And we'll pr- send you a mug. Proven, proven, we'll send you a mug. It's proven that now we make sports books a lot of money. I think that's just, we'll just summarize it like that. I went 0-3 in college basketball last night. I would make your sports book money. We can make your sports book money. So I'm just saying, let's let's make a deal. Let's let's collaborate a little bit, uh, Patrick. The first prop pick that I like a lot is, and this is uh, this is interesting. But I, at first, I didn't love this, um, and then I saw the data, and the data told me that the most popular Gatorade flavor was blue. Literally, now no team is you're, blue. You're kidding me right now. So, so I will say it, it's it's really tough. But the more I think about it, the more I am like, man, maybe it is blue. So so you're telling me we hopped on a little collab the other night and you cascaded the blue Gatorade pick. I did. I did. We hopped but on with Bulldog Illustrated and Punt and Pass and Hammy throws out blue Gatorade and you go, terrible. 
terrible. I, I and thought, then two days later, you're like, I've come around on it. I really like no, it. No, because yeah. I, I, saw, I saw somebody do a really deep dive analysis on it. and uh, you're, like, you're like Aaron Rodgers going into four days of darkness, coming out and be like, dude, <laughs> I totally see the world differently. I think I do. Um, and so Blue Gatorade is a lock for me. Um, what about you? What do you think? There's gonna be a specific Gatorade color, or is, or do you just stay away from Gatorade altogether? I'm I'm more yeah no stay away from Gatorade. Um, yeah, we we don't need to touch that. My to be a little bit serious though, my favorite prop bet pick actually is plus one thousand. Marquez Valdez Scantling, the longest reception in the game. It's look, let's be honest, I'm a terrible better, not gonna hit, but plus one thousand. You throw that odds in front of me, I go great value. Maybe. Uh, maybe I like heads because they say tails never fails, but tails does indeed fail quite often. And, uh, Josh, I like heads like, too. And that's kind of like lying. And, and here's the thing about heads is now I, I'm going to do a deep dive analysis on who's doing the coin toss. And this is a play. I am doing this, you know, who's doing the coin toss. What does it usually land on? What do they start on? How does the, uh, atmospheric pressure of the dome factor in i am going to do this research but well it is a retractable roof so is it going to be open or closed these are all things i need to figure out but initially my instinct is telling me heads yeah i mean i i, I like it josh because sometimes you got to zag when everybody else is zigging right so where is it supposed to be zig while everybody else is zagging not Either way, you you go heads, and I like that. Uh, Thank you. Another Thank pro- you. Yeah, another prop bet I like is uh, a, a field goal to hit the upright or crossbar. Plus oh. four fi- plus four. Yeah, 50. but but the kickers aren't they pretty good? And it's um, in a dome. Roof could be open. We don't know. Okay, good point. We don't know, Josh. We don't. We, we're not sure. It's okay. also real grass. There could be some slippage. Okay. Could be some slippage. Um, you know, I don't know. That feels like plus 400, 450. 450. It's not good. That's it's not, not good it's not great odds at all, Patrick. Not When's the last good. time you saw a, a doink? Um, I, I, don't, I don't know, Josh. You didn't, you could have just supported me there. But that was, a, I'm just saying, Patrick. I, I could have supported you. Support. But, but here's the thing, you know, but here's the thing. I think I like to think of this as a team effort. And because we're we're technically on the same team, and I want to make sure the team is putting out their best foot forward. That's, That's Josh, all I'm the thing is, is 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 we glossed over it with the Super Bowl a little bit. Um, but I I am a little bit shocked that the Eagles are actually favored in this game. I'm it's, I'm so shocked. I I think and, it's ridiculous. I, I mean, like if you look at Patrick Mahomes MVP, sh- sure he's playing on one leg, but Jalen Hurts is playing with. One shoulder. One shoulder. And it's, and it's the wrong shoulder. shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, and the thing is, it's like, I think we've entered a point where Patrick Mahomes is Brady-like. And what I mean by that is there was a point with Brady that you would rather lose betting on Brady than be the idiot that didn't bet on Brady because Brady yeah. won so many times. And I think we're at the point with Patrick Mahomes – where the only time he's lost the Super Bowl was against Tom Brady. Okay, let's put that in perspective. Yeah, yeah. So it's don't be the idiot and and, and don't don't try to be the smartest guy in the room because sometimes you don't, you 
you, you don't need to be. You just need to be no. the logical guy in the room. No, exactly. And, and if I know anything, it's it's that the Chiefs know how to win big games, and they've been in the moment a million times. You know, yeah. and you don't think that Super Bowl experience matters. You don't think that Patrick Mahomes having played and now his third Super Bowl makes a difference between having played in zero Super Bowls? I think it is. And and the other thing that I think is absolutely stupid is how the teams have to get there on Sunday. They're there a whole week before the game, where every other game they fly in the day before. And I know they got media, and it's a big event and stuff. Yeah. But like, if I was a player, I'd be so mad because I would want to sleep in my own bed. I mean, I don't know about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they bring their own bed with them. I mean, I know you're a big futon guy right now, but that's... Yeah. I can sleep anywhere, right? I, I, I can't. That's, and this is, that. and this is, by the way, this is because I've started my, uh, my, my training for, I'm, I'm going to be spike ball, spike ball champion of the world. I realized oh, I was something. ready for like half marathon, 5k. <laughs> no, I realized something, Patrick. I realized a few things. I realized one in life, you always need something to be trained for, or you're going to become stale. You're going to become lazy. Um, and two, I have a gift from God. You, you want to expand on that one? <laughs> I'm just saying that I feel like if there was ev- the only sport I've been just, I mean, naturally, now maybe it's because of all my hard effort and my youth to become a better athlete, but in all the sports I've ever attempted, most naturally gifted at spike ball. And I'm not saying... I'm the be- I'm not there yet. I'm not close. You know, I I understand that. Like uh local beach circle, I, I'm, you know, tri-state area. I'm a, I'm a guy. But now, nah, but I'm not sure on the on the big stage. I'm not. But I think that I can get there if I really put my nose to the ground, work hard. Big tournament coming up this summer. Where? Um Baltimore. So I'm going back to the home city. To compete, Thanks. so it's it's, I mean, it's a it's a homecoming spike ball game for me. That's good for the spike ball script writers. I think so. Well, here's the thing: I'm I'm not competing in in the five five zero division. I'm uh, competing in four. Uh, How many my, divisions are there? Well, so you can you can go you can go five, then you got four point five, then you got four, then you got three, then you got two. Or maybe there's just three, but I'm a I'm a four. Um, I I think I can make my way to four point five. I'm not just I'm just not sure yet. Um, and partner partner is a is going to be a big factor on on that as well. Um, and th- and then I I think that if I play my cards right, I'm competing in uh in the basically the NFL of spike ball by next year. Yeah. Good luck with that. Remember when you were going to make it as a kicker? I still might. But <laughs> but here's the thing. But here's the thing. People aren't going to talk about the torn hips. That's true. People aren't going to talk about those. You know? Usually when you have... You have two legs, two hips. Right. Right. If both of them are not intact, usually it's not a good sign. Wait, they're both not intact? Well, the one is like... Complete is torn. The other is like partial. Huh. 
yeah, I kind of just two for one special. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's okay. The, the, the right is much better than the left. The left one, every once in a while, I'll be like moving and then it'll like a lock up and I actually like pick up my leg and and like try to get it back over. Like it'll be like if I extend my leg out, I'll be like, oh, it'll hit a wall and I got to like, <laughs> you know, that's how oh. it goes. But it's, it's, yeah, it's a tough thing. But I will be spike ball champion of the world one day. Mark my words. Now, I'm not sure what the ideal body type is like genetically for a spike ball champion, but I feel like I'm there because think about it. <laughs> Aren't the guys super tall that are good though? But I I hear that because you got a little bit more length, but also I'm, not, I'm closer to the ground, but I'm also not too short, so I can. So is there like a big center of gravity kind of thing? So well, yeah. So like I'm low to the ground, I can I can move, and then also I can uh, if there's any like lo- like low shots, I can dive like, a lot easier. You know, I can get closer to the ground faster. But then I'm also not too short where I can't get up, you know. I feel like I feel like I might be on to something here. I'm not sure though. Anyway, that's the show. Thank you guys for watching. It's uh I'm excited for this Sunday, but I'm also sad because once football's over, that's the end of football. And, XFL. And then we're, I guess we're on to the XFL, so that'll be fun. Big defenders. Uh, Are you on the defender bandwagon? No, no, I'm um I'm. Uh, I decided it the other Good. day. Good. We didn't want you anyway. We didn't want you anyway. We didn't want you to defend the. What shield. am I going to root for? The why a Washington team? No, it's a DC team. They're not called the Washington Defenders. They're called the DC Defenders. Josh. Well, they, they might. No, no. Here's my team. I I do remember. Um, it's. I'm between. Well, I'm actually Battle between. Hawks. I'm between two teams right now. <laughs> okay. To figure it out. <laughs> so I, I I'm between the um, I think I'm a Houston Roughneck. Um, but, but the battle Hawks are pretty sweet, but the, the, the dragons are also pretty sweet, but I don't think I can root for Seattle. Sea dragons. Yeah. Sea dragons. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Um, I, I think instinct, I I think I'm a Houston roughnecks guy. Okay. It's, I mean, they're pretty, call you a bandwagon fan because they were the best team in the XFL three years ago. Okay. (laughs) They were, they had PJ Walker. Three years ago, yeah, there. That's great. Like, no, Patrick, I'm not a bandwagon fan. I guess you are. You're a Lakers fan. You're a Roughnecks fan. I'm not a Lakers fan. Okay, if LeBron leaves, maybe we talk. By did you see uh, Skip Bayless? He threw out a um, like hypothetical. He was saying that LeBron should like get traded before the deadline. That like the the problem was Josh is um LeBron was not contractually able to be traded because he signed an extension. Well, so take of the year. Take of the year. It's a great take. Uh, anyway, you guys have a wonderful morning. Attack the day, and I'll see you Monday for another episode of Josh and Pat.